Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney here, the host of How They Love Mary. And on today's episode, we talk a little bit about the rosary and Pope Pius V's call to pray the rosary. Not only can you pray the rosary, but you can wear the rosary on your socks from Sock Religious. Get your pair from Sock Religious today and support the podcast. Link is in the show notes. Now on with today's show. Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. We know of a lot of popes throughout the history. There's been a pope since St. Peter when Jesus called him and told him that on upon that rock he would build his church. We know today our Holy Father is Pope Francis, and preceding him was John Paul II and Benedict XVI, and, and the list goes on. We also know that a lot of the popes have different numbers after their name, because that's how many people served before them with that same name. Today, I'm happy to be speaking with Roberto de Mattei, who is a professor in Italy and who recently wrote about St. Pius V, the legendary pope who excommunicated Queen Elizabeth I, standardized the Mass, and defeated the Ottoman Empire. And so I'm happy to be speaking with you today, Professor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, first of all, let's just start out with who is Pope St. Pius V? I know that he reigned in the 1500s and that he was the Dominican Pope. And if I'm not mistaken, he's the reason why the Pope today wears white. So, but who is Pope Pius V? Uh, Yes. Uh, um, As you said uh, before, in the last few centuries, There have been great and uh, holy popes. Uh, You have quoted uh, many of them. I personally, I especially admire uh, Blessed Pius IX and uh, Saint Pius V. And uh, we know, for example, that uh, Pius uh, Saint Pius X faced the uh, no uh, the tenth faced the modernism and blessed the pious the ninth faced the uh, liberalism uh, well uh, saint pious the fifth who lived in the 16th century a short pontificate of six years uh, between, between uh, five hundred uh, 65, 66, and, um, and uh, 71, and 72, please, um, sorry, 72. So in uh, his uh, short pontificate, um, St. Paul V fought and uh, defeated uh, twice, uh, one external and the other internal, uh, I mean, uh, Islam and uh, the Protestant uh, uh, heresy. And so, uh, I, in my book, I want to make Pius V known because, um, because I want to make known a model of the Church's uh, success and a model of a papal um, um, holiness. Uh, this is uh, the, the, the goal uh, the, um, of, of my, the aim of my, of my book. 
Yes. You know, I have a memory. I was in Jerusalem and I was in a church. It might have been St. Etienne, St. Stephen Church. And they had an image of Pope Pius V uh, on one of the side altars. And I I remember taking a picture and I I know where it is. I still have it on social media. So it's easily uh, that I could find it. So Pope Pius V reigns during the 1500s. We know that Martin Luther begins kind of the breakaway from from the Catholic Church with uh, with him nailing the 95 Theses. The Protestant Reformation begins. And then the Catholic Church responds to this with the Council of Trent. And now Pope Pius V is elected right after the conclusion of the Council of Trent. So how did he implement kind of responding to the Protestant Reformation? Yes, um, um, yes, it is. Um, is right what you you, you say that um, in, uh, there is a, a, a um, there is a close link between uh, the Council of Trent and uh, Pius the Fifth, um, because uh, Pius the Fifth applied the the the, the canons, uh, the the instructions of the Council of Trent, and uh, the Council of Trent was um, one. Um, uh, of the most important uh, church councils, but it was not only a doctrinal council, it was also a pastoral council. Um, a pastoral council which was very concerned uh, with the moral situation of the clergy of uh, its time. And uh, it was precisely the moral decadence of the clergy that uh, favored uh, Luther's uh, false reform. Luther's uh, it was a false reform because he did not propose to reform customs in, in accordance with the doctrine, but he wanted to change the doctrine. And in this sense, it was uh, the Protestant reform. It was not a reform, but it was a, a revolution in the Church, because, which, uh, because not only did it not reform the customs of the clergy, but aggravated their decline. And, uh, and uh, uh, the Council of Trento and uh, the pontificate of uh, Pius V um, were the, the, the Catholic response to the Protestant Revolution. So the subtitle of your book is The Legendary Pope Who Excommunicated Queen Elizabeth I. What's the story behind that? Who's Queen Elizabeth? Why did she get excommunicated? Yes, um, um, Elizabeth was the Queen of uh, England and she succeeded. Uh, She came after a Catholic, a real Catholic Queen, Mary Tudor. Uh, Mary Tudor was the legitimate uh, Queen of England, uh, and she married uh, Philip II of Spain. Uh, but after um, her death, um, Elizabeth went to the throne, uh, but um, uh, she, she was not um, recognized by the, 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 the Catholic world. And um, and the idea of, of uh, Pius V was uh, a substitution of the, the of uh, Queen Elizabeth with a with a Catholic um, king or perhaps a Catholic queen. Uh, in he was he loved very much um, Pius V liked very much uh, Mary Stuart and uh, Mary Stuart who was the cousin of Queen Elizabeth. And uh, and uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, killed uh, her, and uh, and so um, 
um, Pius V helped a, a Catholic uh, revolt uh, in rebellion in, 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 in England. Uh, it was not impossible a success for the Catholic, uh, for the Catholic uh, army. But uh, unfortunately, the, the, the help of the, of the King of Spain missed, and um, the Catholic didn't arrive to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to, to win against the Protestant. Um, Pius V excommunicated uh, um, Elizabeth, and we have to remember that uh, excommunication is a spiritual weapon of the Catholic Church uh, during the centuries. Uh, Church has uh, always excommunicated uh, people uh, who are not uh, uh, who, who who fall in uh, in, in error uh, or who who became uh, enemies of, of of the church, and this was the case of Queen Elizabeth. So the subtitle in English of the book says the legendary Pope yes. who standardized the mass. Uh, what yes, do you mean yes, by yes, standardizing yes, the mass? Yes, because uh, because Pius V uh, in the 16th century uh, faced with the liturgical chaos caused by the Protestant Revolution and um, the Council of Trent who wanted to restore the traditional conception of the mass above all on the doctrinal level. And so uh, Pius V implemented the indications of the Council of Trent and restored the, 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 the Roman Missal with the bell uh, quo, primo, quo primum of uh, July the 19th, uh, 1570. And uh, this, uh, this um, document, this bell, does not introduce anything new, but uh, restores the cult of, um, of the church disfigured by Protestants and, uh, and the humanists. And so the mass, uh, what we call the mass of St. Pius V, uh, perfectly expresses uh, the, the, the ancient, uh, the traditional Catholic uh, regula fide, uh, rule of faith. And I also know with Pope Pius V, being a, a Marian theologian myself, I'm, I'm very aware of Our Lady of Victory, that was the feast day, now Our Lady of the Rosary, but this was a battle against the Ottoman Turks, and Pope Pius V asked the entire world to pray the rosary for the success of the Christian mission. And so, what is St. Pius V's devotion to Mary? What does it look like? Um, why, why the rosary? Yes, uh, uh, we have to remember that uh, Pius V was a Dominican, and um, in the Dominican order, uh, it is very strong, uh, the devotion to, to, to the rosary. And uh, since uh, his uh, um, uh, youth, um, Pius V was very devoted to, 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 the, to, the, to, the, to the rosary. And uh, uh, he fought uh, the, his enemies, not only with uh, material uh, weapons, uh, uh, but also with uh, uh, spiritual weapons. And among these spiritual weapons, a uh, uh, rosary was uh, perhaps the, the, the more important. And this, uh, above all, in, uh, in the famous uh, battle of, uh, of uh, Lepanto. Le, Le, Le and um, 
and um, after the, the, the victory, uh, Pius V instituted the the, the feast of uh, Our Lady of uh, of the of, of the Rosary. So uh, the, for, for for the seventh uh, uh, of October, and so the devotion of a Rosary uh, is um, closely linked to the devotion to, to to the Battle of uh, of Lepanto. And why was it so important for Christianity to win the Battle of Lepanto? Uh, because uh, because uh, uh, Islam, uh, since uh, its birth, uh, has always been a threat to Christian civilization, and Europe uh, Europe uh, over the centuries uh, has defined its identity by fighting against Islam, uh, and um, unfortunately today also Islam continues to be a serious threat to 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 to, to the West, uh, and um, and Pius the fifth. Uh, understood that uh, it was necessary to 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 uh, fight against this uh, this uh, this enemy, and uh, the battles of Lepanto, the battle of Lepanto was very important because it was the first victory uh, um, of a series of uh, other important victories uh, in uh, um, Vienna uh, and uh, Budapest in uh, sixteen. 1683 and um, 1686, um, there, there, there were um, a new victory against the, the, the Turks, and also in Belgrade, uh, in, uh, in the, at the beginning of the 18th uh, century. And um, uh, so it, it was, it was uh, the, um, a very important contribution from an historical point of view, uh, not only for, for 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 the church, but also for the Christendom. Uh, so we can say that Pius the Fifth saved the, uh, the 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 Christian civilization. He was the savior of Europe in his uh, century. What's the most impressive thing that you've taken away from your study of Pope Pius the Fifth? Um, um, for me, the, the, the more important uh, legacy is uh, uh, his militant uh, spirit. Because, you know, today we live in a, in a, in a, a period of, um, when uh, is, uh, we, we, the Christians uh, have lost the, the militant spirit. And the, the cause of the success of, our, of the enemies of the Church is not because of their strength, I mean the strength of the enemies of the Church, but because of our weakness. And, um, and um, St. Paul, Paul the fifth, um, in all his life, uh, I, I remember that also, for, for, for example, um, Don Guéranger, uh, in his um, liturgical uh, um, works, uh, says uh, that um, all the life of Pius V was a battle. Uh, this militant spirit characterized uh, all the life uh, of, uh, of, Pius, of Pius V. Um, battle against uh, the, the, the enemies of the Church, but also uh, it was an ascetical 
spirit. Uh, I mean, um, battle against uh, um, himself, against... Uh, um, he, he, he was uh, in, in the corrupt uh, um, decadence of his time, um, he Pius the fifth had the real spirit of the of the cross of the holy holy cross, and uh, I think uh, this was uh, very very important. I would like also remember his Eucharistic uh, spirit, which was also very uh, very 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 important. Uh, so, so the, the, the militant uh, spirit uh, and uh, the Eucharistic spirit. Well, St. Pius V was a person who loved the Blessed Mother, who loved the Eucharist, who did so much for the Church. And so if you are a history buff and want to learn more about this era, this age of the Church that Pope Pius V reigned in in the late 1500s, after the Council of Trent responding to the Protestant Reformation, securing Christianity, I invite you all to check out St. Pius V, the legendary Pope who excommunicated Queen Elizabeth I, standardized the Mass, and defeated the Ottoman Empire. It's available from Sophia Institute Press and written by our guest today, Roberto de Matai. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you very much.